In 2019, in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, a man named Robert Leeming stands outside of a local bar and he gives a drunken interview in regards to his missing 25-year-old girlfriend, Jasmine Lovett. And when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply her 22-month-old daughter, Aaliyah Sanderson. He's waiting at the bar because his condo is being investigated by authorities. The night before, he had his butt at the police station where the authorities were questioning him or interviewing him. Robert Leeming was later arrested and charged with second-degree murder of both Jasmine and Aaliyah. On April 13th of this year, 2022, he will be sentenced. So as Robert's outside the bar giving his interview, the authorities are at his house, which is just a couple minutes away, and they're investigating. Robert got a little fancy though. He left behind some bacon throughout his house so that he could throw off the cadaver dogs. As for interviews, I do find them fascinating. This one is high on the charts. I've covered interviews before with Letitia Stoke, the West couple who is Jacqueline and Trezell West, and I've even covered Barry Morphew. Before I play this, you'll notice a few things right away. Robert is inebriated, like I mentioned. He sways back and forth several times throughout, and he slurs some of his words. He repeats the word correct a lot. Robert is also British and his behavior is straight up bizarre. There's a few moments where he laughs at very inappropriate times. He does try to correct himself, but we'll get to that in a minute. And he also doesn't want to admit that he's in a relationship with Jasmine. He tries to distance himself and there's so much more. So we're going to look at the discrepancies of what he says, note his bizarre behavior and his tells. So now, let's get into it. Okay, uh, so the first question is the easiest, just so we have the proper spelling. Your first name and your last name. It's Robert Leeming. L-E-E-M-I-N-G? Correct, yes. Excellent. All right, already from the beginning, it's interesting. When the reporter just asks him to spell his name, he kind of looks like a little boy in trouble. He says his first name, then doesn't really want to give his last name. Have another look. It's Robert Leeming. Correct. Now I've seen this with Barry Morphew. He did a 25 second clip. His wife is missing and he's currently on trial for the murder of his wife. But he did do a 25 second clip in the very beginning when she went missing and he said, I want you back so bad and he got really, really quiet. I said this before, you can check this out in the video description box below, but it trails off and right away I said, yeah, no, you don't. So here it's, it's different, but it's kind of the same that he just gets really quiet and it's like the last thing he wants to do is give his name. I'd almost say like shame in a sense. There's like Robert Leeming. It's almost like a little kid. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's been a whirlwind couple of days, big investigation. What can you tell us about um, your experience with this in the last two days? Yeah, I can. I was uh, arrested by the uh, tactical team. Um, it's pretty extreme <laughs> from my experience. Um, of course.
course, they've never experienced this before, and um, they're, they're still investigating. So, um, at this point, you know, they're still adding things up, and um, I can't, you know, I can't get to my property or anything like that. Now, it's weird here, his laughter, isn't it? He's laughing about being arrested and then he quickly realizes, oh shoot, I shouldn't be acting like this. I need to be a little bit more serious. He corrects himself and you'll see this as a pattern as we go along through the video. Also note his choice of words. At this point he says, they're still adding things up and he's done things to help the authorities not add things up, like the bacon. Yeah, I can. I was uh, arrested by the uh, tactical team um, it's pretty extreme <laughs> from my experience. Um, of course, I've never experienced this before, and um, they're, they're still investigating. So, um, at this point, you know, they're still adding things up, and um, I can't, you know, I can't return property or anything like that. And he also put up poles against his front door so that he couldn't, no one can get in. And he had cellophane covering the window so nobody can look in. And that was at the front door as well. It's interesting. So how long were you in, in police custody? 24 hours, I think. And then they released you and, and you can't go home. So what have you been doing in the, in the meantime? Just been here. <laughs> Literally. They dropped me off here uh, around about midday and um, just waiting to for the uh, forensics to finish at my property and uh, I can go back home. Forensics search Robert's property as we know, but they visited twice. The first time was three days before on the Tuesday. This was the Friday that he gave the interview and officers were knocking on the door. They were calling him and there was no answer and they said it was actually for hours. He finally did answer. And then they came back on Thursday with the SWAT team. The news release from police says, uh, it, it doesn't list your name, obviously, because you've been charged with nothing, but it says the man that they released is is still a suspect. So correct. is that your understanding of that too? From what I understand, yes, correct. So do the police just have this very, very wrong? What's, what's yes. your perspective? They have it wrong as far as I'm concerned. Of course they do. Well. It's a good thing that the reporter asked Robert if the police had it very wrong. That kind of guided him and gave him an answer to run with it. Don't you think? Let me know your thoughts below. Now, he also has a bit of a sneer and a sniff at times. And it's important the times he does this with his words. I'll talk more about this at the end of the video so that you could see the full pattern. But sometimes he just sniffs like no big deal, like, you know, it's cold out and like that, but sometimes he does this sneer type of sniffing. I will put it together at the end. Now, Robert also mentions in the interview about being a suspect, and I find it really fascinating to watch, especially the very first time I saw this. I mentioned it in my first video that I did on this case. I'll have that in the description box as well. It's the full story, and I group it together because he talks about being a suspect several times, and he offers that and also answers that. It's interesting. Tell me about the, uh, the day where you took uh, her out uh, for beers uh, out at the day use area. Um, what happened there? Nothing. We had beers, some food, came back. Came back 
to my house here and um, nothing unusual. So he was asked what happened there and you can see Robert going nothing and then he gets what I called sing-songy about what happened. He says nothing. We had beers and we had some food and then we came back and then closed his eyes again and said nothing unusual. So nothing and nothing unusual. Have a look again. What happened there? Nothing. We had beers, some food, came back, came back to my house here and um, nothing unusual. What actually really happened here was after Jasmine and Leah were killed, Robert put them in the back of his car and he wrapped them in blankets and put bags on their heads and then drove out of town, stopped there, had some beer and had some cigarettes and then he chickened out is what he said. He chickened out to dump the bodies so he drove back in town with them still in the vehicle. Then at a later time, which authorities believe it was the next day, he went back and he then found a different area and dumped the bodies. He put gasoline on them to keep the animals away. Again, came back to the scene, brought mulch to cover them up and to cover up the smell in his car because he said it smelled like death. He's a crafty one. So was she living there at the time? Correct. Okay, so just so I understand how the situation goes, you own the house. Correct. Um, she she and is a tenant, is a tenant yeah. along yeah. with Aaliyah? With her daughter. With her daughter, yes, correct. Okay, so the, that was the extent of your relationship. She rented from you. Correct. And you shared the home. Correct. Um, was there any romantic involvement between the two of you, or is there? There was initially, but um, towards the end, no. Um... Now I'm going to replay this last question. Listen carefully. Um, was there any romantic involvement between the two of you, or is there? There was initially, but um, towards the end, no. Um... So the question is, toward the end of what, Robert, right? Nothing is an end right now, technically. I mean, they're still missing. It's been a week or so. And so the question is, toward the end of what? We know now what it means, but it's interesting. Technically here, they haven't come back home and they haven't ended their tendency. So I guess she just got busted. Notice also, right at the beginning, he says she's a tenant. He's filling that in as much as possible. So why do the police think it's you? Why, why are you the prime suspect? Just because you live there? Yes. Uh, I was the last person to see them. That's why. And when did you last see them? On the Thursday at around 7 p.m. This is April 16th, probably? 18th. Or 18th. 18th. Correct, yes. That's the last time you saw them? Correct. And just so I understand this, so that day um, you you went out to uh, with... Um, Not with, on the 18th. Oh, sorry, what day was that? Did you go out with them? To the day area, is that correct? And day before. The day the before. 17th. I'm sorry. And that was where? In Bright in, in Creek? Yeah, Bright Creek, yes. And where did you go? Uh, was that Allenville Pond, that day area? Or? Well, this is the first um, public uh, picnic area, if you like. Do you remember if it was on Highway 66 or Highway 22? I think it's 22. 22? Yeah. And was the baby with you guys? Yes. Okay. Now, 
Tuesday, April 16th is when Jasmine and Aaliyah were last seen. And at some point that night, they were killed. Robert said that little Aaliyah fell down the stairs, but her cause of death was blunt force trauma. And Robert put her to bed, he said. Jasmine came home, they had dinner, Jasmine went to go check on her little girl, and something was wrong. Then Jasmine confronted Robert and asked if she did something to Aaliyah, and Robert freaked out, grabbed a hammer, and uh, killed her. And in fact, he bludgeoned her a couple times, then went and saw she was dying, and went and grabbed his gun and came back and shot her. Then the next day on Wednesday the 17th, that's when Robert first went to that area and then chickened out. It's a place called Bragg Creek. Then on Thursday the 18th, he's saying at 7 p.m. he saw them on Thursday or he last saw them on Thursday, which is most likely correct, right? Thursday's when he disposed of them is it's believed to be by authorities as well. So he's telling him on himself here. So you'll hear the cameraman say, this is April 16th, Robert? He's asking because he knows the last time that they were seen was on the 16th and there's discrepancies throughout. And the cameraman's now thinking, wait a minute, and tries to figure out what's going on. Robert then said it wasn't the 18th going to the day use area. He went the day before and they had the picnic there, which is the first time he was going to hide them, right? How would you characterize your relationship with Jasmine? Good. I mean, were you a boyfriend-girlfriend, or...? No, just, just good, good friends. When, when did she move in um, to the to the house? October. In October? Correct. And, she, and it was her and her daughter that moved in? Correct. Was it just the three of you living in the household? Correct. And, uh, and you said that you were... Um, and what, when did you become romantically involved with her? On and off in, in, in that six-month period. Robert and Jasmine met online in September. And they hit it off and Jasmine and Aaliyah moved in about four or five weeks after in October. So it's true that they did have issues in the relationship. Jasmine's sister confirmed that. But they were together for most of the time while they lived together. And Robert had been married before. He came to Canada from England in 2013. He actually met his ex-wife online and he moved to Canada for her. And they got married, they had a little baby boy, and they were divorced in 2017. In 2018, Robert was busted for taking his dog out in the forest, in the woods, and he tied him to a tree. And several days later, three or four days later, a peace officer found the dog and found the dog in distress and then uh, came back to Robert and he got in trouble. And Robert's ex-wife, Sarah, she found an article that Robert searched on his computer about chaining a dog to a tree and an article about a woman and a child dying in a house fire. She said that she feared that that article would have pertained to her and she dodged a bullet. I saw her, her mother and her, her sister uh, maybe three times over the six month period. Um, from what I understand, they, they did leave a note on the door, but I didn't see it because I wasn't around. Now the note he's referring to was on his front door at his house. The authorities saw it when they first came on that Tuesday to ask him questions and 
said that Jasmine's family hasn't seen her. Have a look. Did you see the note on the door? I did now. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna go make a call to mom and try and get some more info. So you're saying the last day you saw them was the 18th. Where where were they going? What were they doing? It's... They were just in the house. And it was about 7 o'clock at night. So you left the house? Correct. And when you came back, they were no longer there? Correct. Were you not sort of perplexed as to where they'd gone or why they were gone for five days? No, because they said that they were going to be having Easter with her sister. So, of course, nothing alarmed me. Um, until, of course, I got arrested. <laughs> so. so they were saying that they were at his house. And technically, that's not a lie because they were in his vehicle on the Thursday. And he did leave the house to go dump them west of the city. So I guess we know what time at the 7 p.m. he most likely dumped the bodies. And that's when he came back and they were no longer there. Correct. Now, Robert buried Jasmine and Aaliyah in a shallow grave. And a week after this interview, there was a sting operation going on and two officers went undercover. They approached Robert under the premise of, hey, we saw you on TV. A neighbor has evidence, you know, that might get you into trouble. We will help you get rid of it if you do some things for us, kind of thing. Later, Robert led them to the location where Elia and Jasmine were. And also in this clip, we have more smiling about nothing alarmed him and He's laughing about being arrested. He finds it quite funny. So when you got arrested at that point, did you even know that they were considered missing persons? Um, no. This is a straight up lie here. He got arrested on the Thursday night, which is the night before this interview. And he had been released that morning of the interview. On Tuesday was when the officers first came to his house telling him, you know, they can't locate Ali and Jasmine and they're not at their family's house. And that visit was sketchy as well. Notice too, when he answers that, he's pausing. So when you got arrested at that point, did you even know that they were considered missing persons? Um, no. What happens with you right now? Um, you, you've not been charged with anything. You can't go home. Did police like, they take your passport or are you free to leave the country I have or no idea i'm just gonna wait until i get a phone call to say that i can go <laughs> um, and just to be clear um you're not a canadian citizen is that right i'm permanent resident permanent resident but you're not a canadian citizen correct where are you from robert england and when did you move to canada in 2013 2013 after robert's time in jail however long he gets he'll be sent back to England because he's not a Canadian citizen. Um, we had heard that um, uh, you uh, uh, read somewhere that you had lost your job on Thursday, is that correct? I literally lost my job in the morning and as soon as I came home to, uh, you know, I, I obviously collected my tools from um, that job and, and when I got home I started to offload them and then the SWAT team came in. Literally that quick. You were, so, you were laid off before this, you were arrested? Just before you were arrested? Literally. I, I hadn't even got the tools out of my vehicle. Did, did your employer, who was your employer? Or was your employer, are you able to say? 
No. Well, no, no, no. Not this time. I, I, I don't think that's appropriate. Fair enough. I, what kind of work was it? Just, just heavy-duty mechanics. I'm not sure about the details of Robert getting fired or why he was fired. I've looked, but I haven't found that detail. But he sure finds it funny about the SWAT team and getting arrested. I just mentioned that, and here we have it again. So at that point, when they arrested you, you had no idea what was going on or, or that your roommate was technically a missing person. Well, they came on Tuesday, and obviously, we, at that point, we, we realized that obviously they were missing. Um, and, well, you know, obviously asking questions and, and, and trying to understand or, or figure out what they were or where they are. There's a discrepancy. This is an uh-oh for Robert. Remember he said how he had no idea they were missing until he got arrested, which would have been the Thursday, but now he's saying, you know, he knew on Tuesday. His pants are starting to go on fire. Another thing is the last line where he says asking questions and trying to understand where they were. And he catches himself and says, or where they are. How are you feeling throughout all of this? <laughs> um, traumatized, of course. <clears throat> um, it's been a very, um, very stressful experience, of course. Are you worried about them? Of course I am, yeah. They should be home. They, or, or where they, wherever they want to be. But I don't know what that is. Now here's where I mentioned before that we see him laughing and then he realizes that he should be acting different. So we see him try to correct his behavior. He says he's traumatized, yet he's cackling and laughing. And he fixes his behavior and tries to be more serious. He also says they should be home or wherever they want to be. This here was the biggest tell for me when I saw him do this. Uh, initially. He says they should be home or wherever they want to be and then says at the tail end he says quietly but I don't know where that is which is a giant it's just a giant red flag let me know what you think. Are you worried about them? Of course I am yeah they should be home they or, or wherever they want to be but I don't know where that is. To that, I say, oh, yes, you do. Are, are you able to speak about anything in terms of um, your interactions with police? It's probably not appropriate this time. Is that the only time you went out to that de-use area uh, with uh, the two of them? Was that the only time, uh, the day that you uh, said, was that the only time that you've been out there with them? Correct, yes. And they came back with you? Correct, yes. Time. They did, yes. And then what happened after that? Uh, you, you brought them home, and uh, I think you said earlier you left them alone uh, at, after you dropped them off. Maybe you just talked to me about uh, that's what happened next, when you That's dropped the them. next day. That was the next day? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Okay, so just a reminder here. The day use area was the 17th, which is the Wednesday. That's where he said he was having food and drinks, and that's where he chickened out and came back. And then the cameraman is saying... Then you brought them home and left them alone. And he says, that's the next day. So he knows that Thursday's the day that he got rid of them, right? So he's half telling the truth here. It is the last time he saw them, but he left them somewhere else, just not at home. And side note here, the cameraman starts taking over this interview. You'll see a few times the reporter will say, okay, or I think that's it. 
And the cameraman is starting to see, you know, through his stuff, I believe. And he's keeping him as long as possible on camera. Really good job. Just keeps him talking and then, you know, comes up with whatever he can say next. Is there anything else that you want to add to all this? I mean, we've been asking all these questions, but is there anything that you want to say in addition to all this? Yeah, if anyone sees her or Aaliyah, Jasmine or Aaliyah, please, you know, obviously call 911 and, and let the authorities know. Um, I know they have got a couple of calls, but they've not led anywhere. But, um, of course, we want to find out where they are. He uses Aaliyah's name first here, and then Jasmine. He does this uh, uh, quite a few times. He closes his eyes and says, of course we want to find out where they are. Of course we want to find out where they are. Nope. He hopes like crazy they won't be finding anyone or anything, right? You said she moved in in October. If you don't mind me asking, um, and you mentioned that it was on and off a, a romantic relationship with, her, with Jasmine. Um, can you give me some sense of how long that was going on? Was that from October until now? No, no. Um, I'd like to know, no comment on that. Okay. Sorry, just, just... Fair enough. That's a little bit more uh, intricate than that, if you're not going to Sure. There's uh, more details in I'd like to talk about it right now. It's interesting here, now he doesn't want to comment. He wants to distance himself, right? This might be the big oopsie for him if he says anything. He certainly doesn't want to say anything else. And just to FYI, he told the authorities on that Tuesday as well that he wasn't in a romantic relationship. Check out the officer said. Nothing that would concern you, okay? Like, I mean, I've, I've had people living with me before and they move out. Right, but this isn't just like a roommate, this is your girlfriend. No, it's more roommate than girlfriend. Okay. She's more of a roommate than a girlfriend? Yeah. The officer sure thought that was a load. Wonder what that officer thought about the bacon. Also, very quickly, we saw the cameraman change the topics to keep him talking because he sees that he's starting to shut down about that saying no comment. So he's flipping, okay, let's just change subject here for a minute. Um, by the way, you, you um, have not been in the house since the arrest. Is that what you're saying? Or? Correct. I have not been in the house since uh, Tuesday. And, and you were released yesterday morning, is that no, or this morning? No, I was morning? released this morning. This morning, I mean, I'm sorry. Around about midday. Um, and again, I'm just waiting. Now here he said he hadn't been in the house since Tuesday. But Thursday he lost his job and was at his house. I'm just going to get some, some yeah. I'm going to get some really watch I appreciate you, you know, helping clear this up for us. Obviously there's only so much that police can say, so you know, help us fill in the blanks that we have. Absolutely. Probably not easy. Yeah, around with all these cameras pointed at you. Absolutely not, but you know. Are the rest of your family in the UK? Correct. So how are they feeling about all this? I have Do no they idea. Know? I, I have no idea. 
absolutely not. I have no cell they phone. They might not even know. I have no computer. I have nothing. They took. They, they have everything. Um, I do wonder how often Robert talked to his family back at home. You'd think if it was often that this would be mentioned to them, right? Of course, now we know what the deal is and we know what happened, but it's interesting to know about this detail and behavior. I don't know what happened there if he did ever talk to his parents before he was arrested. So I had um, I told him where I was, that I was dropped off here, I told him that I'd be waiting here, and uh, I guess I'll just wait in the pub until I hear something. <laughs> so that's kind of it, right? Robert, where, are you, like, how do you, where do you stay? Like, I mean, you're in the pub during the day, but where do you stay now? Um, they, they, they said that they would be done with the property um, today. And that I would be able to go back to the property. But so you're hoping to sleep there tonight? I hope to sleep somewhere tonight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Either that or behind the bar? Um, hopefully not behind the bar. <laughs> Does that not seem like a maniacal laugh like you'd see in a cartoon? Like the sorcerer? I mean, seriously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure seems like he's traumatized about the missing people in his life. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Spells. Seeing spell your first name. Robert Leeming. R O B E R T L E E M I N G. I don't think I was going to be on more for a long time. Basically. <laughs> Now this is really hard to hear. I don't even know what the reporter asks, but it sounds like I, he says, I didn't think I was going to be out anymore for a long time. And then says basically and laughs. I'll play it again. I don't think I was gonna be out more for a long time, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts below. Oh, you know what? Thanks for doing this. I know uh, yeah, you I saw know us earlier, and, and yeah. uh, you know uh, you came up to us, and, and so uh, we appreciate uh, you doing this because you know you can do this. Oh no, 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 no! no. Uh, I want to find him just as much as anybody else, and, and I had nothing to do with this. Uh, but where do you think they are? I have no idea. I have no idea. So the question was asked, where do you think they are? I have no idea. No idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. Did she hang out with questionable people? Was she a good no, person? No, no, she was a good person. Nice person. Um, uh, yeah, I can't There was nothing negative that I would say about her at all. She, she was a lovely person. I had no issues with her. Now here he says she was a nice person. She was a lovely person. All past tense. I don't, See the dad around a lot? I don't, not, not at all. Not at all? Not at all. The dad is not in the picture. Never came to the house? I never, never met him. So you're, you're in a cell last night? You're in a, in a room? Describe last night. Um, last night was in a um, questioning room. I was there um, from. I was picked up. I, I would say I was picked up at around eleven o'clock, mm -hmm. and I spent the whole time in the room. Just one room, and the whole twenty-four hours you were in that. Correct. 
Correct. And they leave you there for hours at a time and then come in? Describe, in, like, in a, one guy yeah. come in and out, two guys come in? No, I, I, there was two detectives, and, and, and they were very pleasant to me and tra- treated me with utmost respect and, and was obviously trying to get to the bottom so that we can find Aaliyah and Jasmine. Um, very, very pleasant officers. Uh, I have absolutely zero complaints. Um, did you obvi- answer their questions? Or of did course. No, no, no. I, I did, of course. Of course. Yeah, we, we went through uh, all the timelines to try and figure out see where they are. And, and um, yeah. Again, he uses Aaliyah's name first and then Jasmine's. And Jasmine's sister, Genevieve, actually wondered if Robert loved Aaliyah more than Jasmine. She said about Aaliyah, he would cook for her, he would put Aaliyah to bed, he would watch Aaliyah if Jasmine had to leave the house. Robert seemed to be very fond of Aaliyah. Everything was about Aaliyah. He almost seemed to care more about Aaliyah than he did about Jasmine. Now then with the part he talked about going through the timelines, he said we went through the timelines to see where they are and he stops. And I I just wonder, this is just a curiosity, I wonder if he's having a flashback at the last thing he saw of them while, you know, while he buried them in the woods. Just because he has that stop and that brief pause, I, I'm curious, what are your thoughts? We went through uh, all the timelines to try and figure out, see where they are, and, and um, yeah. What did they say to you? Did they say that you were uh, a suspect? Did they say that... Uh, what did they say to you? Obviously, you said that they were pleasant, but were they telling you that they have evidence that, like, were they... I, I have no information. None at all. Um, I believe I'm still a suspect at this time. Um, of course, I was a suspect when I was in custody. Um, and I guess I'll be a suspect going forward until they figure out that I'm not. This, to me, is almost like a proud... I'm a suspect. He says, I believe I'm still a suspect. I was in custody and I'm going to be a suspect going forward. It's, it's a little bizarre. He does this several times and there's more coming. As I mentioned, I did this in a previous video and I put the, all the clips together. Did they take, like, I would think if you were released, could you just not go back to England and like, did they take your passport or anything like that? Or? I don't want to go back to England because I don't want to hide, like I've done nothing wrong, so I will stay here and face it and But wait. they didn't tell you not to leave the country or not to leave the oh, city no, no, no. or any of that? No, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Perfect. Okay. Note, I'll stay here and face it. Robert, I'm just curious, uh, um, you've been very open with the media here today. Why, why is it that you're choosing to speak to the media? Because I have nothing to hide. Now look at the way he juts out his jaw. Nothing to hide. It's a little defiant, but we know he has a lot to hide and he's he's quite the liar. Now, I've had a chance to talk to you here for about the last hour. When, when we first started off, you were kind of combative and dismissive and didn't want us to roll on with our cameras. And now you're pleasant and, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but not change com- your mind. What not com- your mind? not combative. Just I just don't want to um, impede the, the 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 CPS investigation. So um, in terms of that, I I, I want 
obviously them to be able to do their job and not impede that. Now remember about him impeding the investigation with the bacon and the poles and the cellophane. He also cleaned his car. He got mulch and used it in his vehicle and covered the bodies in gasoline. And you name it, this guy has done it. He's lied throughout and even on the stand. The judge actually called him out on his lying as well. You were kind of the, the primary suspect in this, in this homicide I still investigation. Am. You, you still are. What are your thoughts about that and what are your emotions right now? What, what's kind of going through your head? It's very stressful, but um, I, I hope they will be found. And um, I hope we can move forward from this. No, we were, we were friends. Um, absolutely friends. Um, and supported each other. I would like, obviously, for them to be found um, and um, for me to be cleared of this. Now, he would say we are friends, not were friends. Again, another tell. And we supported each other past tense. So what happened that you aren't still friends? Now, I was talking a little bit about a smirking and a sniffing. These are the lines he does it. He says, I can't return to the property or anything like that, so, and then he does the sniff. He says, they have it wrong, of course they do, meaning the authorities. I literally hadn't gotten my tools from the vehicle, meaning the SWAT team coming to arrest him. Heavy duty mechanics, he just got fired, and figure out where they were or where they are. And then he was asked, is that the only time you've been out with them? Correct, yes, and then does this little sneer sniff thing. He says, of course I was a suspect when I was in custody and I guess I'll be a suspect going forward until they figure out that I'm not and then does the little sneer and sniff. Now I'll put that together in the video. So um, at this point, you know, they're still adding things up and um, I can't, you know, I can't return to property or anything like that. So. so do the police just have this very, very wrong? What's, what's yes. your perspective? They have it wrong as, as far as I'm concerned. Of course they do. You were, so, you were laid off before this, you were arrested? Just before you were arrested? Literally. I, I hadn't even got tools out of my vehicle. Did, did you fair enough? I, what kind of work was it? Just just heavy duty mechanics. And, and trying to understand or, or figure out what they were. Or where they are. Is that the only time you went out to that de-use area? Uh, with uh, the two of them, was that the only time uh, the day that you uh, said? Was that the only time that you've been out there with them? Correct. Yes. I believe I'm still a suspect at this time. Um, of course, I was a suspect when I was in custody, um, and I guess I'll be a suspect going forward until they figure out that I'm not. Now, the reporter did a follow-up video on the news with clips of the interview. There's a little bit extra footage. Have a listen to what she says and notice that he has this deer-in-the-headlights type look like a, a kid got his hand caught in the cookie jar. Robert Leeming confirmed to me that he is being questioned in connection to the suspected double homicide case. Leeming said he was released from custody Friday morning and he spent his day at a local pub and that's where I tracked him down. How do you feel about this whole thing? I mean, Terrible, of course. But to know the police are calling this a homicide, to know that someone has killed a 22-month-old child. It's crazy. 
But you're saying that is not you? Of course not. Of course not. When I asked Leeming to explain why his cell phone pings led police out to the Bright Creek area, he told me he took Jasmine and Aaliyah to the area to drink and have a picnic and said he brought them back to his home in Cranston that night. You know, did you hang out with Aaliyah? Did you play with her? Of course, yeah. Of course, I took care of her and she's a great kid and I had no issues with them at all. But isn't it hard to believe that somebody oh, would kill it's them? It's crazy. Of course it is. But you're saying that is not you? Of course not. Of course not. So why is it... But, but, but who, who, who says that they're dead? That's crazy. I don't know where they are. Now, this is fascinating too. He ends it with saying, well, who says they're dead? That's crazy, says, but she just finished saying that the authorities ruled it a homicide. So this is pretty bad acting. Oof, this guy. Now, Robert Leeming has his sentencing coming up in April. And in court earlier, Jasmine and Leah's family said that even in court, he was acting bizarre. At one point, they had to take a break because he seemed to be falling asleep. So stay tuned for that sentencing. For my full video, click here. You'll see the full story of when Robert met Jasmine and Aaliyah, including their encounter with the undercover cops and the details, and how he led them to their bodies. Stay tuned for the sentencing. Hit subscribe for more interesting interviews and videos I upload every week. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon.